What is going on, beautiful people of the world? My name is Garrett Wolf, and I am the host of the number one podcast for people who are trying to go from saggy flabs to six-pack abs. I've built my body over the last eight years, and in the last three years, I've helped hundreds of online clients shred unwanted fat and embody the best version of themselves. Now, let's jump right into today's show. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Alpha Movement Podcast. This is the number one show for people who are trying to go from saggy flabs to six-pack abs, all without giving up the most enjoyable aspects of their life. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about is it healthy to sustain a 1,000-calorie deficit. All right. So if at any point during this episode you enjoy what I have to say or you take some value from this podcast, please screenshot my face. Share to your Instagram stories, tag me at underscore Garrett Wolf, and I will reshare it to my story and send you a free gift. Other than that, guys, if it looks like I just rolled out of bed, it's because that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what I did. We got a nice little rainy day here, and on rainy days, I like to sleep in a little bit, and here's why. Number one, I like, I actually enjoy listening. This is kind of weird, something you guys didn't know about me. I enjoy listening to the rain as I sleep. I think it helps like my dreams or some shit. Like it, it makes me have better, more vivid dreams. Um, that's the number one reason. The number two reason is because my morning routine pers- consists of something like this. I wake up, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, right? Maybe wash my face sometimes. Sometimes I don't do that. Sometimes I do. Um, then I'll drink like a shit ton of water, like 24 fluid ounces of water, like half my gallon jug back there. I'll drink that half of that. Um, and then I'll, I'll try to write down three gratitudes, three affirmations. Sometimes I forget about that part because I'm really like brain foggy in the morning sometimes. And then, but all that takes like, you know, to say five, 10 minutes and then I'll go outside right away. And this is my prep morning routine. This is not a typical morning routine. This is a prep morning routine. I'll go outside and I'll get like five to 7,000 steps, depending on if like how much energy I have, depending on the route that I decide to take for the walk and Obviously, when it's pouring rain outside, I, I can't go out there. I mean, I could in like a raincoat, but I'm just not I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to go out there and get wet. I, I can make up for the steps later. And, and all things considered, I would rather just lay in my bed and listen to the rain and kind of just, uh, you know, take a little napski, get a little nice needed rest. I went to bed at like 945 last night and it is now 1030 and I, w- and I woke up like 10 minutes ago. So I slept for like 11 hours, which is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That is way too much. Usually I would not do something like that. But, um, you know, we've been making a lot of prog into life. And I'm like, you know, you got to give yourself a little bit of compassion every now and again. Usually I'm not all about that compassion stuff. But sometimes you do. So, you know, a little bit of rain, a little bit of snooze. And I did have some crazy dreams. I would tell you guys about them. But um, frankly, I can't remember all of it. And, um, I can only remember certain segments, but it is crazy. I, I would doing a podcast on some of my dreams, dude. Cause the thing is, is like, as you guys know, I used to like smoke a lot of weed. Right. And when you do that, you lose your dreams. You really do. You lose your dreams. You don't have any dreams. You just kind of sleep, you wake up. Um, and then coming off of it, like, you know, for this prep and, and over the past few months, I've been dialing it down a lot. And now I'm not even really on it at all anymore. Um, you get your dreams back. You get, you have like some crazy ass dreams and it's like living like two lives, right? I don't know if you guys dream or if you don't dream, but you know, if you're someone that takes heavy sedatives, like, uh, you know, you drink alcohol before bed or you're, you're smoking weed before bed, that's, that's how you not, that's how you end up not dreaming. And so 
But you want to have those dreams, man. You got to get that good, juicy REM sleep. You got to have a sleep schedule, number one. You got to not take those sedatives. And you got to kind of you got to kind of think about what you want to dream about before you fall asleep. And then you should be able to have a nice, crazy, like, little dream. They're super symbolic, like, all of them. I love di digesting them and trying to figure out what they mean. But um, that's why I'm up right now. That's why I look like this because I literally rolled out of bed. That's why I have no shirt on. And am I going to put a shirt on? Absolutely not because this is my fucking podcast and I can do whatever the hell I want. I would like to put the camera down a little bit though so that maybe it's a little bit of a better angle for you guys. There we go. Is that better? Is that better or is that a whole lot worse? Hold on. Let me fix this. All right. There we go. The angle was uh, now it's uh, still a little bit off. You know what? We move. We move with what we got. There we go. That's perfect. That's like exactly what it was before. I'll just move a little bit closer. How about that? Boom. In any case, guys, what we're talking about on today's podcast episode is, is it healthy to sustain a 1000 calorie deficit, right? Because I'm in, if you guys didn't know, but now my mic's speaking, got all these producer problems. I am the producer. All right, guys. In any case, I am in a 1000 calorie deficit every single day for this contest prep leading up to my show. And in fact, we're going deeper and deeper um, past a 1000 deficit could because my steps are going, the strategy is since I'm eating already like 2000 calories a day, and I've reported to my coach that I'm still pretty hungry throughout the day, instead of lowering my calories, all we're doing is increasing the steps by about a 1000 each week. So I'm four weeks out. And right now I'm currently doing 12,000 steps per day. So it's going to go up to about 16, maybe 17, maybe even 20,000, depending on um, my body fat levels, depending on how I'm responding, because taking away any more food is just not really going to work for me. I'm like, I mean, I could do it, right? I could do it, but I would lose out on nutrients. I would get hungrier. I'd be angrier. I'd be a lot hangrier. I'd be a lot more moody. That's just not really a good, healthy way to go about prep. That being said, is it healthy to sustain a 1000 calorie deficit? It can be right? It can be you can minimize the damage. How can you minimize the damage? Number one, by moving more throughout your life, getting 10,000 steps so that you can actually eat more food every single day. Because the, the problem the way it gets unhealthy, generally, this is the first way it gets unhealthy. There's probably two or three ways that it is going to get unhealthy for you. The first way is if you're only eating like 1200 calories or 1500 calories, I'm eating 2000, right? So if you eat 1100, 1200, 1400 calories, like some of these people do, you're not getting adequate micronutrients. That's the problem because micronutrients lie within the foods that you eat. And so if you're not eating enough food, then you're going to become micronutrient deficient, right? And that's one thing that can start messing up your hormones, it can start messing up your mood, it can start messing up with all kinds of bodily normal functions that you need to live throughout your day to day life. So that's the first thing you need to be able to move throughout the day, you need to get 10,000 steps or more I like I'm doing 12,000. Some days I do 15,000 other days I do 16,000. Yesterday I did 16. So you need to be able to move so that you can get more micronutrients in your body. Number two, the second reason it can become unhealthy is if you're doing it for a crazy long period of time. So what is a long period of time? I've been cutting for about six months here. Mind you, I may not have been in a 1000 calorie deficit the entire six months, but I definitely have been for the past four. Because honestly, it could be even more than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I started Yeah, so honestly, it could have been four or five, maybe even the full six months that I've been in a 1000 calorie deficit. Because before my prep, I was already cutting myself, mind you, I wasn't um, 
you know, exactly dialed on what it was that I was in, like the amount of deficit that I was in. I wasn't exactly for sure, but I was shredding body fat. That was kind of my measurement of progress over there. So the longer you do it, the more unhealthy it can get. And I will tell you that I am feeling a little bit of those unhealthy side effects that start to come along with the length of the diet plan that is going on here, which can be, you know, your mood gets out of whack, your cortisol goes through the roof, which is the stress hormone makes you pissed off all the time, your ghrelin goes through the roof, which is the hunger hormone that secretes in your stomach, um, letting your brain know that you're hungry, which I pretty much I secrete that shit basically all day long, 24 seven, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm like always hungry. That's one kind of weird side effect I've been experiencing on this prep. And then you're kind of just, you know, your testosterone goes down, it plummets. And that that's just due to low body fat levels. That's not really due to lack of nutrients. But it is due to you know, being in a cut for a long period of time, your hormones, they get all out of whack, your testosterone plummets. And some of the side effects you might feel with that are lack of motivation, lack of desire, lack of you know, wanting to attack life, lack of the ferocity, like one of the things I've really been experiencing is usually in the gym, like I want to smash that shit, I want to go in the gym and crush it, push the pillar, like really get at it. That's how I've always been. But now on prep, four weeks out, I just want when I get in the gym, I just want to get the fuck out, man, I would rather not go to the gym at all right now. I, I cannot stand the gym because I have no energy. I'm getting it's so fucking weak. It's unreal. Like I'm fucking pretty like I'm so weak, dude, I was gonna say I'm pretty much just as weak as I was when I started. But that that's not true. I'm not that weak. I'm still probably stronger than all of you guys watching this. Let's be honest. I mean, frankly, but still, I'm fucking weak in comparison. Like, just for example, I was able to bum out 225 for four sets of 10 on bench right before this prep. Now I'm doing like 155 for sets of 10, dude. And it's like, I couldn't really do any more. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude, I like, I'm gonna have to regain all this muscle back after I get off this prep. And I'm gonna have to go through all that again, just to get back to where I was, which is fine. You know, we're reaching new heights, because I've never been this shredded, right? Actually, as of this morning, I was 153.6 pounds, 9.5% body fat on my scale. And so I mean, the shreds are gonna get insane. I'm like, I've never seen the 8% on my body fat scale. And I'm excited to be able to see that because we got four weeks, I'm going to be able to lose probably six more pounds, I'm going to be like 148 pounds, maybe even less, depending on how deep we decide to go. Um, you know, I'm already getting the feathered back. I'm, I'm telling you guys about my shreds. Now I'm already getting the feathered back. It's like my tricep is already feathered. Um, that's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And mind you, that's not healthy. That's one of the unhealthy side effects of dieting this long is man, you're gonna start looking like a feather. That's great. But that's pretty much anorexia, right? When you think about it, even though you have like a lot of muscle, you're pretty much looking anorexic. That's the difference, though, is someone who's anorexic has no muscle and no fat. But you know, bodybuilding extremists, like when you have to bodybuild and diet down for a show, you're going to have a decent amount of muscle, just no fat, right? And there are some consequences that come with no fat. But I know some people get that mixed up. They're like, Oh, you look anorexic, you look super skinny. It's like, no, motherfucker, I'm shredded. I have a lot of muscle. I'm not I'm not fucking I'm not what is it called? Like malnutrient malnutritious. I'm not fucking starving. I have fuel for my body, right? There's a huge difference huge difference, right? And then the third way, right, I said there was about three ways that um, dieting for a long period of time can become unhealthy. So the third way, the first one is you're not moving enough. The second one is your hormones get out of whack. The third one is, um, I just had it, what is it? 
what is it? What is it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The third one is you can start to develop eating disorders, right? And you can and not just eating, but disorders in general. Sorry, I'm a little bit slow. As I said, I just rolled out of bed 10 minutes ago. But um, you can start to develop disorders like, like, you know, I don't like to talk about this at all, realistically, because I don't like labeling yourself with things. But you can start to develop these sort of mental disorders and these kind of dysfunctions where, you know, even though I'm shredded as fuck, right, and I look better than like, 100% of the average population, I'm looking at what's wrong with my body, right? I'm looking at where there's extra fat instead of looking at what's good about it. I'm looking at where it might look worse than it should, where there should be less body fat, where it should be more shredded, you know, so that's like a visual kind of disorder. You're like, you're not really seeing the real you, which is kind of crazy. I'm not exactly sure what the name for that is. But then also you can start to develop eating disorders, right? Where it's like, you know, maybe a month after my show, I'll look at my body and I'll be like, damn, I wish I was as shredded as I was on my show. And then I'll start eating less and less and less. Right? Or you can even mess up your ghrelin system to where you're going to be less and less hungry after the show. And so you're going to be eating less and less. You're always going to be thinking about your show weight. You're always going to be thinking about how how shredded you were at your show. You're always going to want to get back to that unhealthy place of where you were, you know, when you were competing at this show or when you were dieting down this low to this low percentage of body fat. And so those are the three ways that it can become unhealthy. That being said, you can do it healthily as long as you don't do it for forever as long as you don't fall victim to these things forever as long as you're keeping your steps up as long as you're making sure your mind is strong you understand that these disorders are present and you just you you go at it with that in mind so that you don't fall victim like for example i knew that that was going to be the case so when i look in the mirror i i look at what needs work but then i also look at what is looking insane like my feathered back like my feathered triceps those are looking insane what could use some work for the show is this lower this lower belly kind of pelvis midsection fat that's basically the only place on my body that i'm still holding fat and so that could use some work right because all the fat has to go for the show you basically want to step on stage with almost no body fat whatsoever but that being said, I understood this challenge going into the prep. And so I understand that when I look at that kind of thing, I need to remind myself that I look fucking insane. And I look better than almost 100% of the population. And I'll probably not be able to get back down to this body fat percentage if I don't do another show if I don't compete again. And that in mind, like I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. That makes perfect sense to me. And um, it's going to be fine, you know, it's going to be great. And and one of the things that comes with this is a strength loss. And I'm not really okay with that. So at the end of the day, you have to pick and choose, you can't have them both unless you decide to take gear. And so the way you can do it healthily, guys, is just understand that these disorders can come in place, understand, you're going to have to move a lot more so that you don't become micronutrient deficient. And understand that you shouldn't do it for an entire year, you shouldn't be cutting for a year, you shouldn't be cutting for more than honestly, six months. This is what I can see is like the healthy range for me, but it's going to be different for every person. It could be three months for you. It could be nine months for you. There could be some people watching some outliers that could do it for a year in a healthy manner. It all depends on you. It depends on your body. So it depends on your hormone level. So get them checked out with a doctor. I didn't you can if you want to make sure that everything you're doing is healthy. Again, I didn't you can if you want to make sure that you're okay and make sure that you're not destroying your body. And other than that, you can definitely do it in a healthy manner. I mean, all these comments on TikTok when I talk about my prep, they're like 1000 deficit like that's not healthy. It's like these blanket statements like that's not healthy. Like shut the you don't know anything, bro. You've never dieted this low in your life. You don't know. You don't even know what health is. You're probably sitting at home eating pop tarts and fucking wheat thins, fucking mini wheat thins for breakfast, fucking frosted mini wheats. You fucking loser. Straight up, fucking elf or loser. Fucking. And then I go to their profile and they're a Fortnite kid. Fuck that, man. Anyway, that is all, guys. That's it. That's all.
literally it these blanket statements like is it healthy is it unhealthy it depends on how you do it those are the three main ways that i could think of that would make it unhealthy and so you know it all depends on you it all depends on how you execute it and that at the end of the day is how everything works in life it's all about execution it's not really these blanket statements of this or that it's all about you it's all about how you do it it's all about how you get it done and that brings us to the end of today's podcast all right guys i hope you guys enjoyed this shit i hope you took some value from this podcast and if you did screenshot my face share it to your instagram stories tag me at underscore garrett wolf and i'll reshare it to my story and send you a free gift other than that guys it has been your boy garrett wolf and i will see you all in the next podcast episode peace peace guys thank you so much for tuning in today hopefully you got some value if you did get value and you want to learn a little bit more about how you can go from saggy flabs to six-pack abs just head over to my instagram at underscore garrett wolf dm me the word six-pack and i'll reach out to you and see if i can help again thank you guys so much for tuning in today and i will see you all in the next podcast episode Peace, peace.